Welcome to the Personal Growth Show. This is a podcast where we discuss our personal journeys of growth towards becoming the best versions of ourselves. Listen up as we discuss our personal and professional struggles that many face on a daily basis and how we have been able to overcome them. We will share practical solutions and tips which have helped us and some which haven't. But most importantly, how everyday people like us with nine to five jobs and families can do it too. Join us on this candid journey and let's grow together. Here are your hosts, Clinton and Fed. Hey, Clint, how you doing, my man? Good and you, Fed. Good, good. Awesome to be back on episode two of uh, our new podcast. Um, Absolutely. As mentioned in the first one, we've got a few topics that we're going to be covering. And the one that we picked for today is how do you wake up or get up every morning? And obviously not yeah. in the most literal of senses. Um, and, and it could be that too, but I think also it's in a in a way like a frame of mind. Um, yeah. Yes, that uh, we we're probably going to be touching upon. So absolutely. Like for you, why? Like I think one of my first questions that I had for you was um, why sort of have a morning routine, or like why you know do you think it's important um, to to be able to wake up in a certain way, and and, and perhaps even like. How do you think about it in terms of setting yourself up for the day in the best way possible? Yeah. So, so from my perspective, you know, I've always, um, you know, I've always been a, the type of guy that sleeps in late or, you know, really enjoys his sleep. So for me, waking up at a specific time has always been a challenge uh, for the longest time. And I suppose as the responsibility started piling on uh, with, uh, you know, with a kid and being married, um, I started to realize that all of a sudden my time, the time that I had in the day shrunk. Uh, not that it shrunk, but I had less of the time to do things that I needed to do. Um, so when I realized that, I started, to, I started to then see, all right, well, where are the opportunities and ways where I can optimize my time? Um, and through that, I started thinking about, you know, what is it that helps me during the day? Um, and helps me perform at, at my best level. And, and one of the key things for me has, has been sleep. So, you know, making sure that I get enough sleep at night uh, makes me feel refreshed in the morning. And, and essentially, you know, for me, being able to get that, that sleep was critical for me to function at the right level. Now, when, when I was, you know, before I was married and before I kind of got into, um, you know, before I, before I had a kid, um, you know, it would be fine sleeping and, you know, going to bed late and waking up um, late. But when, you know, when I started having all these responsibilities, um, being able to wake up at a specific time and set myself up for um, a good start for the day became absolutely critical so that I stopped being reactive. Um, you know, if I wake up late and all of a sudden I've got all of these things that I need to do, um, if I hadn't planned for plan my day properly, and I woke up, um, and, and, and I woke up at, a, at the right time, then I would be able to get a good start and be able to set myself up uh, to win uh, for the day. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was exactly the same thing, really. Um, you know, when you're single and bachelor, you've got all the time in the world. Um, you're able to decide when you want to go to gym. Um, you know, basically, your 
time is yours and you can do as you please. Now, when you have kids, you kind of have to, first of all, do some trade-offs, right? Um, am I going to be able to do this or that? But probably not both, just purely because of the time constraints that you now have. Exactly. Um, but for me, fortunately enough, um, I've always been like an early, early riser. Um, so like I'm quite comfortable getting up at half past four or five in the morning. Um, but it, it's definitely been challenging. Uh, you know, like I've read online quite a few people that have these morning routines. Um, and, and sometimes I was always like, geez, how do you do that though when you have kids? Uh, and the only way for me really was to be able to get to up earlier before everybody else. Yeah. Um, because, you know, once everyone else is up, then it's just chaos. Absolutely. Um, but, and I mean, with two, with two kids and, and two, you know, two kids above the, above the age of five, um, I'm sure it's, you've got a lot of responsibilities as soon as, as soon as the day starts. Yeah. I mean, you know, you need to get them to school and all that. I think fortunately enough for me, I'm, I'm almost at that stage where they're becoming a little bit more self-sufficient. Whereas on your side, um, I think you're starting for the wild ride. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and, absolutely. And even more so, I think it's important to have that structure and sort of regiment um, yeah. that, that, you, that you're currently doing. So, so what does it look like on your end? What, like, you know, what time do you get up? What do you do? And, and why maybe? So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak uh, from the perspective of me probably about two to three months ago because, uh, <laughs> I, you know, we, we just have a new baby, which is six weeks old. So you can imagine my, my routine has been thrown out of whack. Mm. Um, but what I, what I would do and what I had been doing for about, I would say, the last 12 months was essentially getting up um, you know, before everyone else. You, know, you say you're an early riser. Um, I'm traditionally not an early riser, um, but I discipline myself to literally wake up at half past four in the morning. And the reason I did that was uh, so that I could um, I could get to the gym. You know, exercise is hugely important for me. It helps um, it helps ground me. It uh, somehow it you know it 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 just helps me get mm. um, you know get a lot more done and be a lot more effective during the day. Yeah, uh, I've I've always enjoyed it. So for me, in order to get that uh, exercise done first thing in the morning, I have to get up early. Um, so in order to do that. Uh, as I mentioned, I, I do need to get enough sleep. Otherwise, I'm, I'm a zombie during the day. So it actually requires you to restructure your life in, in a way because in order to get to bed early, you need to, first of all, you need to get home early from work. You need to be able to eat at the right time um, and you know, get all of your things done the night before. Mm. So it did require quite a bit of restructuring. And you know, it happened over the course of, of, of time. It wasn't immediate. Um, but once I got into to that routine of being able to get to bed by nine, half past nine the night before, it became a lot easier for me to get up at half past four, quarter to five. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, I, I would, um, you know, I, I would essentially wake up in the morning at half past four, uh, get dressed and then head to the gym. Fortunately, the gym is not too far from where I stay, which, which again, I, that's, that's really critical. I think if it's, if it's a mission for you to get to, the gym, then you be less inclined to actually go there. So for me, that's that's absolutely crucial. Once I get to the gym, uh, I'll do my routine for about a week, uh, about a about an hour or so. Um, you know, get back home. Um, uh, if if I if my time was still good, I'd be able to meditate. 
So I meditate for about 20 minutes in the morning. Awesome. Um, and then, you know, that really, really sets uh, the, the kind of foundation for, for the rest of my day. And, and the critical thing is, you know, the first hour, hour to two of the, the morning is, is basically yours, right? So you can yep. do with it as you please. And, and you know, I would be um, getting home from the gym at about half a six, quarter to seven mm-hmm. um, when my family was waking up. So, you know, it wouldn't feel, it wouldn't feel as though I was taking any, any time away from them. Uh, so when I got back, I would have breakfast, have a shower, and and then from that uh, take my son to uh, take my son to to play school. So you know that was that that's about um, you know I would say about two two hours or so before mm-hmm. um, you know before I drop my son at play school and then head to work. Tell me and, something and, though, like critical. What? How, how do you manage that sort of critical moment? <laughs> Uh, between like your alarm going off yeah, and you waking up and actually getting out of bed. Cause I think that's, you know, there's yeah. that little window in between there, which yeah. is just so easy to stay in bed, especially in winter. And fortunately enough, we live in South Africa. So, you know, most of the year the sun comes up pretty early and I find like in summertime, it's just so much easier to get up when like the light is sure. starting to come out versus winter where it's just pitch black. So, so it's a good question. And, you know, again, you know, it's something that I've always grappled with is the alarm clock. And I, and I don't think I'm alone in that. Um, I think the snooze button holds, uh, you know, holds a lot of, um, of draw for, for most people. Um, and, and what helped me, to be honest, was about a year and a bit ago, I, I read a book from a guy called Bedros Kulian. And he talks about um, the principle of keeping the commitments that you make to yourself. So, mm-hmm. in fact, it might have been Bedros, it might have been Ed Milet. Anyway, um, one of those guys um, spoke about keeping the commitments that you make to yourself. And essentially, if you set an alarm the night before and you wake up in the morning and you hit that snooze and you, you know, stay in bed for another 20 minutes, what you're doing is you're actually not keeping the commitments that you made to yourself the night before. Mm-hmm. So... In essence, what you're doing is you are eroding your self-confidence. Uh, and over time, you know, if you set the alarm, bef- if, if you don't wake up at that time and you've set the alarm the night before, you know, what you're saying to yourself is I actually can't um, stick to what, I've, what I said I would do. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he speaks about it in quite a bit of depth, um, but, but the crux of it is that. So, you know, as soon as when I read that, you know, it really resonated with me because I, I was struggling at that moment in time of setting the alarm early um, and, and not waking up. Uh, but when I, when I read that the next day, I just said to myself, you know what, let me, I believe what he's saying. So as soon as the alarm goes off, I'm not even going to think about it because that's the problem. When you think about it, um, then your mind starts playing games on you with you and saying, uh, you know, sleeping for another five minutes. What's it, you know, what does it actually mean in the greater scheme of things? Um, and it's all almost subconscious. So for me, uh, that next morning, alarm went off straight away. I got out of bed. I didn't even think about it. And I think that's the key thing is don't let your mind start even saying anything to you at that moment in time. Just yeah. say to yourself, I'm going to wake up as soon as that alarm goes off. And that's what I did. Um, and and I'll be honest, I mean, it was extremely hard for, for, for quite a while. So I would say I did that for about two to three weeks before it started to get into some sort of routine. Um, but I did not let myself uh, lie in bed for longer than, you know, 10 seconds or whatever it was. Um, I literally got out of bed straight away. 
and it was extremely hard, but now it's second nature, you know, about gotcha. a year later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's not, um, I don't think it's scientific. I think it's as easy as uh, don't let your mind play games with you because that's exactly what it's going to do first thing in the morning. So for me, like I, I've sort of for myself, I figured out two things. So the first one is I need to get my feet out of bed. Uh, and in terms of like literally just even if you're sitting on your bed, but your feet are on the floor, it's, it kind of breaks that link between lying in bed and sleep. Uh, like I'm kind of like, okay, that, that initial step has helped me. Yeah. But the second more critical one is um, going to bed the night before knowing exactly how you're going to spend that morning window that you have for yourself um and and what i've landed up doing is building like i suppose in a way it's a little bit rigid in terms of like how i structure my morning to make sure that i know exactly i'm going to get up and i only have 30 minutes to to read because that's what i like to do first thing while i'm having a cup of coffee before getting to the gym so i almost have these like time gates that i know if I'm not up, I'm going to like really lose out. And those things that I want to do are things that I enjoy. So like for me, reading is like really something enjoyable. So I'm getting up to for a specific purpose. Whereas mm. initially I was kind of getting up and then I was like, okay, so what should I do? How am I going to spend my time? Because I've got like a couple of different things that are interesting to me, whether it's a hobby. But if you get up and then you're going to just land up watching Netflix, then the next morning will be easier to say, uh, you know, I just got up to have some of my own time watch Netflix, not really that important. Oh, I'd rather sure. sleep in. But yeah. if I have it structured and then I know exactly I have to be home by this time because I have to get my son up and then I have to get his lunch and everything ready and I have to have him by the bus at 6.30. Like I had to, like for my own personality and the way I am, really structure it in terms of like, okay, these are the times that I have to, to the point where I need to have my oats 30 minutes before I get to the gym. I need to have my pre-workout ready. Like I have to have everything in such a way that almost like spurs me um, to, to, to momentum, I guess, for, for that morning. So, so walk us through your perfect day formula. You know, what, what did your ideal day look like from, uh, so, from, from the morning till? So my ideal, start, my ideal, ideal day starts the night before, um, as, as, you've, you know, as you've mentioned, because... I need to have things ready to go so that I'm not wasting time prepping um, because like even five minutes like compounds eventually to like 30 minutes being late. So as an example, like I need to have my pre-workout um, supplement like ready in the bottle, right? So I can just add the water and go. If I have to start like opening the container and then scooping it out and, you know, like all of that adds up. Um, the same with uh, my intro workout supplement and then my uh, sort of the protein that I take after the workout. Like I have that all in my containers. I have my gym bag ready. So literally what you can prep and have ready ahead of time, um, that's the way that like I like to, to have it. So I can literally grab and go and spend the time um, on things that you can maximize. So as another silly example, I like to have, uh, I make Italian coffee, I have the little Lavazza machine, and I make sure that that is ready the night before. So all I need to do is put, put on um, you know, the, the stove and it will be ready, as opposed to now having to wash it from the night before, the day before, 
you know, filling it up, like they can take up five to 10, 15 minutes and that erodes away from reading my book. So that's the first thing. Secondly, I like to get up, read 30 minutes uh, of uh, the book that I'm currently reading um, because I've got like a thing that I want to read a book a week. So, so that's um, like the first thing that I do. Then and we're going to get uh, into that. Is, is, is that, um, sorry to cut you off, is that the first thing you do when you wake up? That's uh, the first thing that, well, the first thing is I, I get up, I go to the bathroom, wash my face, try to wake up a little bit so that I'm actually <laughs> compassmentous and able to yeah. absorb what it is that I'm reading. But it's make coffee while I'm having coffee, read the book. Um, as soon as that 30 minutes uh, of reading is up, um, I'm dressed and, you know, have also my oats. Then I get into my, sort of my pre-gym routine of getting all my stuff ready. And then, yes, I hit the gym and come back in time to wake up uh, my son. Australian, get him to breakfast, prep his lunch. Um, in the meantime, he's getting dressed. Uh, just uh, basically finish getting him ready, uh, do his gel, gel his hair, just to make sure that he looks decent when you get him to school. And I have to drop him off by 6.30 because that's the time the bus that um, leaves from our area um, to take him to school. Uh, leaves then I come back uh, which is usually quarter to seven thank goodness at least the bus leaves from close to our house then I wake up my daughter so now I have to get her ready um, my wife like often like works late um, so I give her the opportunity to sleep in during the morning and basically once um, you know I get her to school by eight o'clock uh, half past eight because we are often not on time with her and then my day starts so that's pretty much my morning routine is you know carving out that window for myself and then yeah it's, it's kind of like you know the kids take it all up so how much time do you do you take for yourself in the morning you say you, you wake up and you read 30 minutes and you go to the gym yeah i would say it's two hours as well um, you know it's between uh, unfortunately you know there's the travel time so what I do on my way to gym to maximize that is listen to podcasts in business entrepreneurship or you know topics that interest me not listening to the radio um, I'll just listen to music when I'm in the gym uh, and sure. you know that's that's about it otherwise um, and, so you and, take what about an hour or so at, at the gym yeah it's about an hour um, try to sort of to go in and out as quickly as possible in between the chaos of the gym, sort of morning gym routine that everybody else is trying to get through. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's another thing, you know, speaking about the gym and, and you know, why, why again, uh, I enjoy going, going in the mornings is generally people hit, hit the gym during peak hour, peak hour kind of rush hour, right? Mm -hmm. Which is seven to eight in the morning or, uh, you know, five to, I would say, half a seven in the evenings. And it's very hard to, to train when you, um, when you got to wait for machines and, and so forth. So, you know, that for me yeah. was another motivating factor to, to, to do it first thing in the morning. There's, there is like a little window of opportunity for sure. I mean, if you're there for when they open at five, that first half an hour is like key because if you get there just that 30 minutes too late, then it's chaos. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, so, so you say you, you get home and then essentially you're getting the kids ready and, um, and that kind of also takes about an hour, hour, hour and a half to two hours. Yeah. That's, and then your day starts at half past eight. Starts at half past eight. Um, some mornings are a little bit slower because I try to dedicate the first part of the day to things that I need to do. 
um, you know, whether it's responding to emails and things like that from, from the day and the night before. I also work across timelines um, and time zones. So it's just yeah. a little bit of that. Um, but, you know, I suppose there's, there's that little bit of extension of my day into my early morning for work where I do sure. cover two to three hours of projects that are important to me because otherwise, you know, when you have a team of people that report into you, uh, it just becomes about management and then like you don't really have the time to, to work on those projects. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you, and you spoke, um, you know, a little bit about, uh, you know, do you meditate in the mornings or is that, is that something that you're not, um, you're not currently doing? I'm not currently doing it. I actually had done a transcendental meditation course a couple of years ago. Um, and I still re remember my mantra and, um, like, you know, the whole practicing, it's just at this stage, I don't have those 20 minutes because like <laughs> I would have to, I would have to figure out, um, some way, I suppose I could replace, um, you know, the reading with the meditation. And sometimes like I do go through that, you know, you uh, like I go through phases of how, what I do during, during the morning. Um, mm. and, and also it depends because when my kids are on school holidays and I have more sort of you know flexible time i can actually bob sort of get back that one hour of two that i would take to get them ready um, yeah. and then i'd be able to fit more things into that that morning slot so so perhaps now that we're going into the holiday period i might throw in you know that 15 to 20 minutes of meditation absolutely yeah i think for, for me you know meditation is absolutely key but i'm i'm also you know i do also struggle with the um, uh, with the time limitations, you know, if I'm, uh, if I'm running late or, um, mm. you know, if the gym takes a little bit longer than expected, or there's, there's traffic on the way back from gym, uh, when, when I'm, when I'm done, uh, it does limit my time. Ideally, I, I do prefer meditating as well, along with, um, along with the, the exercise and gym, yep. uh, but time is limited. Um, and I suppose, you know, speaking about limited time, you, you spoke a little bit about distractions and how five minutes can turn into 30 minutes. Uh, do you, do you struggle at all with, um, you know, waking up in the morning and checking your phone and then going on Instagram and Facebook and, and, you know, those sort of things. Is that, um, you know, is that a challenge that you, uh, that you have at all? Um, I've become better at it. Um, but sometimes you definitely fall down that little rabbit hole. Um, and before you know it, it's been 15 minutes and you're like, oh my goodness, I actually can't believe I've wasted it. And then you sort of sit there beating yourself up about it. Yeah. But I think it's just take it in your strides. And, you know, if the, today I only read for 15 minutes, like so be it. I'm not going to like over chastise myself over that. Um, but at the same time, I think just being aware that it is um, – a leech on your time it's it, it, for the morning i think if you can at least that first 30 minutes to an hour um you know like it's important to to stay off the phone and all of that definitely because also like you know when you when you're trying to have time for yourself it should be like a peaceful time mm. and if you already like go on and you see emails from clients from the night before and there's like some issue you're just not going to be able to really focus and, and and you know get out what you need which is really 100%. setting yourself up for success for the day. You're just going to be worrying about it from that time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I definitely struggled with it. Um, I've, I've always struggled with it. And I suppose it's, 
you know, I try not to beat myself up over it, but what, what, I, what has helped is, is two things. One is uh, removing emails from my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that for me is hard because, you know, it, it sometimes does help when you add a client and, you know, you don't have access to your, to your laptop to be able to see what's going on. Yeah. Um, and, and secondly, remove, stop notifications from, you know, sites like Facebook. Well, I don't have Facebook. I'm not uh, on Facebook. That's huge. Instagram and those sort of things. Um, because the, the notifications actually are there for a purpose. They serve a purpose to distract you out of your routine of whatever you are doing. Yep. Um, so since I stopped that, and literally I stopped it on, even on, on WhatsApp, um, it's, it's helped me stay focused on things. Um, and it's still a challenge, but it, it removes those distractions. I agree with you, dude. That notification like thing is... Is actually the biggest. Um, uh, how do I say it? Not pro- productivity hack in any way, but in terms of uh, not pulling you away from what you're doing. Because if you think about, you know, if I look at the social platforms that I have, right? I've got Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, I've got TikTok, Snap, and yes, probably I have more than most purely because my work is around social media and things like sure. that. But if I had to have notifications for all of those on including whatsapp and messenger like literally you could probably have a notification every couple of minutes um and like as research shows you have you know that um chemical reactions in your brain and it just kind of really sucks you in it's like you know sugar for for little kids um and it's it's a dopamine, really, it's a dopamine it, hits right 100 percent. it's so important to turn that off i must say the other thing that i have done is um i've actually I bought a very cheap phone, um, which I use as my personal phone. So I'm quite ruthless in terms of turning off my work phone, especially on weekends, um, because I work across different markets. And, you know, the Middle East weekend starts on a Friday, Saturday, and then they work on a Sunday. Um, And the rest of the markets, uh, the typical weekend. So that, like, at first I used to only have Saturday off because basically... I'd start receiving work communications on Sundays as well. Um, so separating actual work phone from personal phone. So when you're out with friends and family, you're not getting like work-related stuff on your phone, but people can still get a hold of you. It's been like a really big thing for me. Yeah, yeah. I think those distractions, and, and you're absolutely right. I mean, you were, uh, you know, you were very um, focused on what, what was causing that distraction. Um, and I think you at, you, you're the most susceptible to it first thing in the morning uh, when your brain, brain's still waking up. And, and again, you know, I, I read this somewhere where whatever you consume first thing in the morning not, doesn't dictate the, the rest of your day, but I think it definitely shapes uh, a lot of the early part of your day before you've been able to wake up. Um, so if you wake up the first thing in the morning and the first thing you see is a notification from a news outlet, which is a very negative story, um, it's going to definitely affect your um, your mindset and frame of mind uh, within you know the first thirty minutes of waking up. And I, I mean, I believe that. I, I think you know whatever the science science says, I definitely believe that it it shapes a large part of your day um, and and how how you go about your day and, and kind of what your outlook on 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 life is. I mean, like just imagine like now you have just woken up. And even if it's your own personal or your private email, and here you see like an electricity bill for like five times usually what it is, 
like how can you honestly start your day positively when you have like that kind of thing and it's like a silly thing right um mm. well you know what i mean but like when i say it's a silly thing it's not like a major um issue for concern but it is like something yeah. can just upset you or i don't know maybe you get like a fun notifications from the day before that you were speeding yeah. like, like small yeah. things like that can just really like you know damper the the, the day for you i think from from the start before you even got going absolutely yeah so i'm i'm very as i'm sure you know you are very careful with what you know what content i'm consuming at, at that you know that's kind of the, mm-hmm. the early stages of just having woken up uh, and and definitely very very limited in the type of consumption that i'm looking at um you know it's very positive and yeah. and it, and it's not um, it's not anything news news related, and yeah. we can talk about that separately. But I, I try to consume as little, uh, you know, as little news as possible. And I think that's why, like, I've actually gone back to like um, physical paper books for what I read mm. in the morning, so that sure. I don't have to turn on any device at, at all. Like, I'm literally like, it's a paper book. I'm able to easily pick it up and go from there without having to even look at tech, and you know, yeah. try to really cut out that. Um, enticeness that you know could be so easily pull you, like pulling you sure. in to the you know that whole world there yeah so but, yeah but i mean otherwise like i must say like it is a struggle it is like an everyday battle i must say like even though like you do it like you know just also like one change in routine where maybe you go out with friends the night before because obviously you can't be a hermit and you know you need to mm. be social and still see people but if you have one too many uh, gin and sodas or you know just go out too late it does make it difficult but i think it's just kind of taking it in a way that it has to be in your stride and, and just work yeah. as well um but and, and everyone's going to have their own way of doing it it's not perfect but and and do you maintain that routine that you that you spoke about uh every day during the week or are you fairly flexible on weekends um Weekends, I'm a little bit more flexible because I'm fortunate enough where my kids sleep out at my in-laws most Friday nights. So, like, for me, like, Saturday mornings are, like, literally one of my favorite days um, because I still get up early. Uh, I maybe only get up at, like, half past five or six because I don't have to get up that much. But because my kids are sleeping out, you know, I have a much sort of wider window of opportunity and to be able to spend more time and relax a little bit. So I would be a little more flexible. I'll still get up, make my coffee. I would still read. Um, but then maybe I'd, you know, mess about on YouTube a little bit and then I'll go to gym just because I can stretch yeah. out that. But I relish in it because it's super quiet. My wife sleeps late. So literally it's kind of like, I don't even have to have a conversation with anything or anyone. It's me on my own little thing. And that's, um, I suppose that's like my little sort of guilty time. It's not a, like, yeah, I don't know. That's, that, that's for me like the best on, on, on weekends. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think for me, I, I tend to do very similar. So I'm a little bit more, I'm less rigid with myself on, mm-hmm. on the weekends um, because the week, you know, does tend to be quite, uh, you know, it is challenging, but I suppose because you're in the routine, it's, it's very hard. You know, my, my body wakes me up. My body clock wakes yeah. me up at the same time on, on, a, on a daily mm. basis. I think consistency will also help though. Um, so if you can maintain waking up early, 
Um, and also like on weekends, like I know that I have opportunities to nap if I really needed to or wanted to. So for me getting up, but again, like I don't think everybody is able to get up early. Um, maybe some people are better late at night. Um, mm. who, who knows? I think like for me, like the getting up early thing is so that I can start like my day on a, like a positive note and like be excited about the day because, you know, I've either done things that interest me first. Um, but ultimately, um, it's also to carve out that time to do things that are important to me um, as sure. well. So I don't know. I think, yeah, it's very personal and dependent for everybody, but I think it's pretty good if you're trying to have a routine to set you up for the day. Uh, for most people, at least of our age with families and kids, um, getting up early is really the only alternative. Mm. Um, and if, you know, it's important enough for, for you, then you'll make a plan, I guess. Absolutely. So I think we've spoken a lot about this. Um, is there anything else that you feel we haven't touched on? With no, I think we can off? sort of like close it off. Um, you know, we've sort of spoken about it from our side. I've learned a couple of things from, from your side, which, um, you know, in terms of the meditation, I want to try and see also how it affects like the rest of my day by doing the first thing. I've tried to sort of find 15 minutes here and there around lunchtime, but, you know, it gets so chaotic that often you just kind of like don't even get to it. Um, so I, I'd, I'd suggest... Uh, and, and this is on, on the days that I can't meditate is just being present with your, yeah. um, your, your breathing. Um, because a lot of meditation, most of meditation is actually being present in the moment mm -hmm. and not letting outside distractions uh, influence, you know, what's going on with you. Um, so just being very conscious and present with your breath, uh, helps quite a lot in terms of, again, you know, getting to a meditative state, mm -hmm. uh, not not pure meditation, but getting to a meditative state during the day um, is, is, is one of the things um, that, that I would suggest. And, and, and just on that point, I think what, uh, what might be quite, um, quite helpful is, you know, if we had to summarize a couple of, you know, two to three takeouts from each of our sides in relation to this morning routine and uh, setting ourselves up for success during the day, you know, what, what would be your, your takeouts? So for me, I think is, as I, as I mentioned, like prepping the day before, making sure that you have everything ready that can help you just streamline um, the, the, the morning and you can focus and get the most out of, you know, the time that you're getting up. You don't want to get up at half past four and then waste an hour of it, like faffing around and getting all your things ready when you could have easily have done it the day before. The second one is literally like just try to get out of bed. Um, I think that's a key thing. and. And, and, and I think some people also like keep their phones away from, so that they actually have to get up to turn off the alarm. And that's something that could help because I think once you're out of bed, out of the, you know, the warmth and the comfort of the blankets, it's, it's just easier to go. And then the second thing is sort of get up with purpose, knowing exactly what it is that you're going to be doing within those um, sort of hours to yourself, not sort of just getting up and trying to figure out how you're going to spend that time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think those, those are key. You know, I was, I was thinking about a very, very similar kind of takeouts from my side um, in, in that understand why you're doing it because your mind in the morning is going to tell you, why are you doing it? Why don't you stay in bed for another 10 minutes or 20 minutes? Um, and, and that, that for me is also a, a key, a key principle. Um, and again, you know, this is, this is something which, which takes, discipline and sacrifice mm. uh, so 
being able to do and understand why you're doing it is, is, is critical. Um, and then from my side, what I would say my takeouts would be is one, find something that works for you. You know, for me, when I, when I read that bit about don't faff around, literally get, get out of bed straight away. Uh, it just resonated with me um, because my mind plays a lot of games with me and first thing in the morning. So being able to do that was, was hugely helpful. It worked for me. Um, and, and, you know, I think find, find a way that works for you. You know, as you alluded to, put your phone away from, from your bedside table. Maybe that works mm. um, for, for, for that individual. Um, and then secondly, I would say that, you know, it's important to realize that during the, during the course of the day, a lot of the time that you're spending is not your time. You know, you either at work um, and, and, you know, you, you're serving your clients, your customers, um, or you're serving your family um, in the time that you're spending with them. You need to have time for yourself. Um, you know, that time where you just dedicating, you know, it doesn't have to be two hours. I think, you know, two hours for some people might be too extreme for them. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's 15 minutes, give yourself that time. Um, because it'll pay dividends and, and you'll start realizing that, you know, just that 15 minutes or, or half an hour, an hour, um, you know, how much personal um, growth you will go through in that period of time and, and find something that you enjoy. You know, you love reading. Um, and, you know, for me, I love going to the gym first thing in the morning. It, it really refreshes my soul. Yep. Um, so find, find what it is that, that you want to get up early and do and then do it. And, but it's and a trade-off. Time. Like ultimately you will have to give something up, which is sleep. Absolutely. Um, just, I guess absolutely. it's just how important it is for you and how serious you are about it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, as, as we said, discipline is a key point. And for me, it was, all right, we'll cut TV out the night before because, mm-hmm. because then, you know, half an hour, half an hour that, that I spend watching TV, I could have spent in bed so that I can get up early in the morning. And there absolutely. is trade-offs. You will have trade-offs. Uh, but if you have that strong enough reason for why you're doing it, um, the trade-off is not a trade-off. It's actually, yeah. uh, it's, it's getting rid of a bad habit. hundred percent. Rather than record everything and watch it on the weekend. Well, <laughs> All that. Clint, I think let's close off on the topic. Absolutely. And yeah, thank you so much. Really insightful. Awesome chatting to you again. And Always, um, we'll chat again soon on the next one. Much appreciated. Fed. Take care. Cheers. You've been listening to The Personal Growth Show. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe for more. If you have the time, please also leave a comment or review so we can reach more people. It would mean the world to us.